0: Hi friends. Usually we do something kind of fun, but instead we're going to do something a bit different. This episode we're going to be talking about Doki Doki Literature Club. We're going to get into major spoilers and actually the game description itself is kind of a spoiler. So if you don't want to be spoiled at all, skip or go play the game and come back. And listen to this episode and then the second thing that we wanted to mention is that this game does have quite a bit of intense content so if you suffer from severe anxiety or depression that is something that this game goes into and discusses and so if that is something that you don't want to listen to go ahead and skip this episode okay Mm -hmm.
1: Hi, y'all, I'm Bridget.
0: And I'm Maddie. Welcome to Batty Breakdowns, where we break down various games, hang out, have fun, and help you find new games to play. Today, we're going to talk about Doki Doki Literature Club. We're going to start with sharing a short description of the game, talk a little bit about how it's made, who made it, and its critical reception. Then, in the second half, we're going to deep dive on the game. And it's three acts and our experience while playing it, closing with if we recommend it, who we recommend it to, and our personal rating for the game. With that, let's date some anime
1: girls. (laughs) Amazing. (laughs) All right. Game description. If you haven't actually played this yet, this is a visual novel and kind of a dating simulator. Uh, It mimics a dating simulator. And one of the most interesting parts of it is that it has some experimental elements and gameplay as a part of it that creeps itself into the psychological horror genre. So it's a very interesting game, and it mixes a lot of different genres together, and overall is an experience.
0: It's definitely an experience. An experience. <laughs> I am actually really excited to talk to you about it because... No, we'll get into it. <laughs>
1: We'll get into it. I guess a little bit of extra info on just the premise of the game. It's a, like I said, a visual novel. You play as a high schooler where your best friend has begged you to join this literature club that she's the vice president of. And so, of course, you know, the club is full of very cute, dateable girls and you are there to date all of them. (laughs) And with that, Maddie, would you like to tell us a little bit about how it's made critical reception all that fun stuff
0: yeah so doki doki was created by the studio team salvado i think that's how you pronounce his last yeah, name yeah i couldn't i couldn't okay tell. the founder and the writer for the game and main kind of creator creative director is named dan Salvato. and dan was originally i found this and i thought it was really interesting he's originally a professional uh smash player <laughs> Oh. Super Smash Brothers okay. player. Cool. And he was famously known as being one of the best Link players in the world.
1: Oh. So you know
0: how you can play all yeah. the different characters. So Link specifically was his character.
1: I'm trying to imagine that dude writing this game. <laughs> I don't know how to put those together in my head just yet. I d-
0: I I just thought it was really fascinating as I was looking him up. He was inspired to create Doki Doki by his love-hate relationship of anime in Mm, general. Okay. And in particular, anime girls and the tropes that go Mm, along with them. mm -hmm. So kind of about how they're pretty unrealistic. But then I also found a quote from him that I thought was rather interesting, where he was like, I'm not here to like hate on it. Because if this type of experience like provides someone comfort. I mean, I'm paraphrasing, mm-hmm. then all all the more power to him. It, I think he was just kind of commenting on how he looks yeah. at anime girls and how it's very like unrealistic to real life women mm-hmm. and
1: I mean, that's how I feel
0: too. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> Yes, yeah. And then the other thing that I thought was interesting is that he was only 25 when it was released.: Oh. So he's that, rather young.
1: Huh, okay. He's mm-hmm.
0: okay. not that much older than us.
1: Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah, I'm definitely still. In it my was released 20s for in 2017,
0: really so if I math that in my head badly, He's probably, like, mid-30s right now. Oh, okay. So he's, like, fairly young.
1: Wait, that's five years. He would be, like, 30. He's 30.
0: Well, we're 28,
1: so. Oh, yeah, okay.
0: Yeah. Critical Reception was really good. It has a 78 on Metacritic with Doki Doki Plus. There's a Mm -hmm. plus version getting an 87. It has a user score of 8.5 out of 10. So Steam reviews are overwhelmingly positive. And I have some funny reviews you that so I picked that I wanted to share. Uh, so this one that I thought was really hilarious, actually Context, mm. it's free to play on Steam. You could just download it for free.
1: I feel like I bought it. Did I not you pay my You bought Plus, probably. I played the normal version, but I've had this game in my library for forever.
0: Oh, see, it It went free uh, or So maybe recently. I bought it before it went I free. I just downloaded it. Okay. I didn't have to buy it. Okay, okay. So it is free on Steam, but then... The funny review is this game isn't actually free. You just pay money later for a therapist. <laughs> <Yikes>. <laughs> I thought that was great. And the other the other one that I thought was really funny was Left Me Feeling Empty. Nine out of ten.
1: <laughs> I agree with that review. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
0: okay, I'll, I have two more. I'm not okie dokie after playing Aww. Doki dokie. <laughs> And then the last one, so far, a pretty good game. I'd say my favorite girl's Sayori. I confess my love to her. Can't wait to see what happens next. Oh,
1: no. 10 out of 10. (laughs) No. That one just hurts me physically. (laughs) So those are all the great reviews. Uh,
0: Okay, so let's get into the game.
1: Yeah, I'm ready. I am excited and ready to do this. And also horrified. Do we
0: want to
1: start with first impressions?
0: Yeah, go for it.
1: So my first impression for this game was a little colored, I think, by the previous dating sim that we played, Dream Daddy.
0: Were you spoiled at all? Because I wasn't. Oh, yeah. Okay.
1: The only level of spoilage I had was I knew that it was more than a dating sim or a weird dating sim. I knew that there was a thing that happened, but that was all I knew. And I didn't know the context. I actually didn't even go to the Steam page to like read about it beforehand. I have a really bad habit of not like actually reading descriptions of games that I know I'm just going to play. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I I was not spoiled. And so getting into it first, they have a giant screen that's like, this is disturbing content. Get, get ready. And you're just like, okay. And I have no context on what, what is disturbing. I just know that I'm apparently about to be disturbed.
0: That's exactly what I have as my first impression is they say it like five times. So many times. They have content warning specifically saying it is not for kids or Mm -hmm. people easily disturbed.
1: Yeah. And I'm like, I I, sometimes I'm easily disturbed. (laughs) But I I think just generally the first impression, I'm going to base it off of maybe like the first 20-ish minutes of the game, just like getting into it. I think the very first piece was like, oh, I'm a boy and I don't like myself. I hated myself. We can talk more about that later. I fucking sucked. And then uh, my second thought was, why does Yuri not have arms? (laughs) All I had in my head was like, this is weird. I don't really like myself. I don't really like the girls. And I'm a little bit bored. So that's like my first impression. And I hate and love that I'm saying that because the game is so fucking weird that I don't think that at all is representative of, you know, like the experience I had, but that's how I felt. Okay. And you're making a face. I'm making a
0: face <laughs> because literally what I have is the same shit. <laughs> I seem like an incel. That's yes. the first thing I wrote is I seem I seem like an incel. Dang, I'm a boy sad face.
1: <laughs> I sound like a boy dot dot dot. Okay, I am a boy. I am excited. I am instead a hot girl and, and like yes.
0: the rest of them. Well, because they also asked for your name and so I gave them my name. Right, I was, was Bridget. Maddie. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I... I just have the exact same shit. And I was so bored. I was so bored. bored. Yeah, I was bored. I hated it, honestly. I.
1: Well, and- that's why I had texted you. So I, on Steam, you can see what your friends have played. And I saw that you had played like about two hours. Mm-hmm. And at that point, I had played into Act Two. And so I knew that a lot of stuff had happened and was different, but you did not hit it by two hours. No. And so that's why I texted you because I was like, hey, <laughs> oh my God, because I wanted you to know that there was more and I was afraid that you would have stopped because I was so oh, I bored was I almost stopping. stopped. Okay. I,
0: but I had, well, the reason I didn't stop is because of this podcast. Okay, though. yeah.
1: I would have stopped if I didn't have the podcast. I yeah. didn't want to quit. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: It's just funny that we had the same thoughts about like not wanting to be a boy and also thinking is an incel. And the other thing I had is what's a neat?
1: Oh, yeah. They did mention that a couple of times. Should I I Google
0: that really quick? Yeah. Are we going to regret it?
1: (laughs) Maybe. Uh, For the folks who don't understand, I want to give context to the like why we said he sounded kind of like an incel. He was constantly through the beginning of this game making really rude comments about the girls that he was talking to. We'll get more into the actual story of things, but, like, he uses a lot of really weird verbiage that bothered me. Also says a lot of really rude things about the women in general, constantly commenting on their bodies and on, like, how hot they were about how bored he was and how he was only going to stay for the women. It just, it made me feel grody. Mm -hmm. And every time I said something, I was like, why does he do the things that he does? Why does he think this way? I hate myself. (laughs) Yeah. It was just, it was bad. Yeah. It was bad. Um, So let's, well,
0: let me just give, like, a little summary of the first act in a way yeah so the first thing that happens is you meet with saori who's your neighbor and lifelong friend and she's like hey like let's walk to school together and she calls you a neat which is not an education employment or training which is a another way of saying someone who is a shut-in
1: oh it's like kind of like slang
0: for shut-in gotcha. introvert or yeah. whatever okay and then the whole thing is that she's convincing you, mm-hmm. the guy, MC, I guess, mm-hmm, main, main character, character. to uh, join a club that she is the vice president of called the Doki Doki Literature Club. Or is actually, it just the Literature Club? I think it's
1: just the Literature Club. And they, like, okay. Doki Doki is just part of the is Part of the title. title. Okay. Yeah.
0: So she asks you to join the Literature Club and you kind of get forced into it? Or you agree to go because you. she mentions <laughs> that there's other girls in the club and then the- she like
1: She does trick you. So she, I'm pretty sure she says, well, don't you want to join my club? And you're like, no, I don't want to join the club. And then, you know, you think it's boring, you want to go to anime club. And she's like, but we made cupcakes for you. And he's like, well, now I have to come because you made cupcakes. And so he goes. So she kind of tricked him into going. Mm-hmm.
0: So let's get into the- literature club Mm -hmm. so you do a day of school but not really like it just says time passes and you go to school and then after school you go to the literature club and that's where you meet the rest of the main characters of Mm -hmm. the game so you meet monica who is the president of the club she kind of looks like blossom from the powerpuff girl she's like
1: athletic and sexy and popular
0: long kind of brown reddish hair you meet natsuki who is the very cute, tiny, pink hair, but mean
1: Yeah, she, girl. Has, she has the complex of being like the feisty little one. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And then you meet Yuri, who is the timid one with long black hair. Womanly
1: body. <laughs> <laughs> Stupid. Yeah.
0: And she does always have her arms behind her back they, for the most part of the game. They literally didn't
1: draw her arms. Well, Yeah. <laughs>
0: So, it's like chest out, if yeah. y'all can imagine what that is. So, it's four anime girls, very classically anime yeah. girls, yeah, and...
1: Little skirts, like, moving all over the place. It, it is...
0: Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. And that honestly did put me off.
1: Oh, I was so put off. I yeah. was, I was upset. <laughs> yeah. And hearing, actually, your earlier intro, I didn't know that he wrote this game with the context of not liking the tropes, because... When I was getting into the game, I was like, "Oh my god!" Like, of course, it's all these tropes, but it's kind of interesting to me that he literally it's wrote it to be like, "Ha ha ha ha!" You know what I mean? Yeah, it's kind of yeah. purposefully
0: making commentary yeah. on each of those tropes, right? Because each of them represents like a different type of anime girl. Yeah. So then, at the end of the first, first meeting, day. yeah, there's a poem writing piece mm-hmm. in the first act. So you learn that Yuri and Natsuki both like writing poems mm-hmm. and to encourage them to share their poems, Monica says, Hey, why doesn't everyone write a poem and tomorrow we'll share them with everyone else? Right. So the act one gameplay kind of thing is you're writing poems.
1: I'd love to emphasize here that when Maddie says gameplay being the poem writing, that is literally the gameplay up for the the first section of the game. You are clicking and reading dialogue prompts. Mm -hmm. It is very much so a visual novel. Mm -hmm. And then you get to the poem writing. And that's the first time I think you actually interact with the game to give yourself input is during the poem writing portion. So it's very much so a you're clicking. And I think that's why I felt bored is because so many times during the intro... It said a thing that made me think I could make a choice, and then mm-hmm. the dude that I hated that was myself made a choice I didn't like, and then I had to keep going. Yeah.
0: you. So. There's almost no choices yeah. that you make, mm-hmm. which we'll get into. So you go into the poem writing gameplay, quote unquote, and you're just... It's 20 pages, mm-hmm. and how you write a poem is you select a rant, not a random, but there's a selection of words on the page, mm-hmm. and you select a word for each of the 20 pages, and then that is kind of the poem that you write, right. and at first, I didn't really know what the poem was doing. And I wish I could have seen the output of it, I guess. Yeah, I
1: wanted to see the output. But you
0: don't really get to see the output. You just click a bunch of words until you get to the end of the 20 words. And then you go back to Literature Club. And then you share your poem Mm -hmm. with each person. And each person will give a reaction to the poem that you write. And in turn, they share their poem with you. Yeah, and the reaction
1: yeah. that you get is based on the words that you pick, which wasn't super clear. It wasn't
0: clear. I only figured that out in the second yeah. act.
1: Yeah. Oh, really? That far? <laughs> <laughs> That's
0: I... how bored I was. I wasn't paying attention. Oh, There's a tell okay. in the poem writing. I literally got so bored in the first act that I was just clicking Okay. Clicking like crazy. The same word position. I wasn't even paying attention to the word I was clicking. I thought maybe the disturbing content is because sometimes the word choices that they you were can disturbing. select were disturbing. So yeah. you can pick like death, suicide, depression, depression, melancholy, agony, lonely. Lo- you, yeah. you, you know, so I thought, okay, this is the quote unquote disturbing content, which is not what I thought it was going to be. Yeah. <laughs> Boy, does that change yeah so i didn't notice but when you click on a a word that a particular girl likes in the in the bottom left corner there's a little sticker of each of the girls yeah Yeah, a little chibi Chibi, yeah chibi chibi chibi. chibi. yeah Yeah. exactly a little chibi of each of the girls and when you click on a word that they would like more Mm -hmm. they do a little hop
1: yeah the little hop Yeah. yeah and see i the very first time i noticed that ish but i was so obsessed with i love writing poetry i actually mm-hmm. think it's really fun and so when they're like write a poem i'm like oh yeah i'm going to write a poem and so i actually start off trying to write a poem and the words they give you are the same set of words but they're like randomized so you get different ones on different pages and You can't make sentences Mm -mm. with these things. You just Mm -mm. can't. And so I...
0: I thought we were doing like a Mad Libs thing.
1: Oh, yeah. See, that's what I eventually thought we were doing was like Mad Libs. And so I was trying to pick words that grouped together, wrote a poem that I thought felt Mm -hmm. good. And then obviously that wasn't what it was. But I was really bummed out because I was over here trying to be like, okay, we're going to talk about dreaming in bed and feeling differently and all this kind of stuff and so i was trying to put this intricate thing together and really all it was yeah. were these little chivis hopping up and down because they like that i picked the word dream instead of the word agony
0: <laughs> yeah i i tried to do the same thing on the first one and i thought at the end i was gonna get a mad libs like yeah yeah and so i was trying to make it make sense as well mm-hmm. and then they don't even share it with you yeah. and then you just read their poems
1: most of which I didn't, I don't know. We'll talk about that. They were okay. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: And then that happens another time. Yeah. So you do the literature club, you share your poem, you read their poems, and then you do it again.
1: Mm-hmm. I think you end up writing three poems. You write for three f- in for, act the, one. for
0: act one. Yeah. And I believe it was in this one that you find out that what we're kind of building up to is a school event where people get to talk about. Oh, yes. Festival. Mm -hmm. Where people talk about the clubs that they're in. Mm -hmm. And then Monica's idea is let's all share our poetry at the festival to convince people to join the literature club. I
1: feel like we should maybe dig into the girls and what we thought of them. Mm -hmm. Um, Do you want to start? You want me to start?
0: Go for it. Okay.
1: Like Maddie said, there are four girls, and one of which is your best friend, a couple that you kind of get to know, Yuri and Natsuki, and then one that's the president of the club that for some reason you can't, like, woo her Mm -hmm. with the poems and stuff. And Mm so it's a really interesting interaction. So my, again, I was upset about how they had framed all these characters. Yeah. I was very upset. Yeah. And so my, I did actually have a ranking. I decided to pick a ranking at the end of the first day, and I said... Natsuke was my first one and again I love the pink hair and she was a little saucy Mm -hmm. and I was like I can dig with the sauce I I like that I think that's fun and mostly I was trying to balance all the negatives for the things that I didn't like about everyone and I was like she has pink hair and she's a little spicy so I like it. Monica was my second one mm-hmm. because she seemed really nice, but I didn't, you didn't really get a chance to talk to her much. No. And so I couldn't put her in number one because I just didn't really know mm-hmm. much about her. Sayori, I had third, which is your best friend person. The reason I had her so low at that point is because she was so much. She just had a really big personality that I think was so much energy it was draining Mm -hmm. and it bothered me how much they made her out to be like incompetent and an airhead and so yuri she she made the third list but yuri yuri was my fourth one and she was really quiet and shy Mm -hmm. and the reason that i put her fourth is i put boobs (laughs) just
0: (laughs) she's like the very classic like shy big titty it's, Anime girl. I hated it. I was yeah. so
1: mad because I was like, why didn't they even draw her arms? Why did she use such big words and pretend like she's better than everybody else? Why is this all is this so happening? funny? Sound like nuts. I was so mad. <laughs> I do. And I did comment on that later. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I have a general ranking, so I actually had Monica as my first because okay, I thought, I see that. okay, I'm going to go for the president popular girl mm-hmm. if I have to go for anyone, and she seemed the most normal, mm-hmm. to be honest, and then I had Sayori, and then I had Yuri, and then I had Natsuki, <laughs> so I thought it was funny. I, the reason I had Natsuki so low is that she
1: really dogged on my first poem. Oh, see, she loved mine because I picked words for her. <laughs>
0: oh, that's so funny! Yeah, the first one, I, I I wasn't trying to just click through the first one. Like I actually tried yeah. on the first one, but it ended up that Sayori really liked my oh, first one. Okay, and Yuri thought it was okay, and Natsuki was like, "You didn't even try." Mm-hmm. She literally said that. <laughs> I, I did
1: end up replaying to get every single girl's preference and do all of their cutscenes oh, and stuff. But at the beginning somehow magically my poem ended up being hers because I wasn't trying to do that either. And she's really nice about it in like a funny way. She she was grumpy that she couldn't be the one who's better at writing poems. So it was like funny. That is funny. Yeah. Yeah. And she I can't remember the exact words that she said, but it was something along lines of like, And then she's just quiet for a second, and you're like, what? And she's like, well, I thought I was going to be the best one writing poems here. But then you come and you're like, good at it. And I don't know what to say. And it's really funny. Yeah. I liked it. But you're right. It's a different experience when she's sassy and not liking it because she's yeah. just not nice. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So then she was just last for me. But uh, uh, like, honestly, I wasn't pulled to any of them like with Dream Daddy, right? Yeah. I, yeah
1: no, I didn't no, like any of them. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Did you ever in the first act find someone you ended up liking? Because I did. I'm curious if you did. I mean,
0: I liked Sayori. Okay. I ended up like being in, I I ended up going her storyline, I guess, Mm -hmm. or Mm -hmm. as much as you can go. Yeah. And then I did, let's get into the second poem thing Yeah. or like right before the festival. Yeah. Because there's a decision point where after you write the third poem or the second poem or something, they're like, okay, now this weekend... We're going to prepare for the festival. MC, Bridget, Maddie, pick who you want to help over the weekend. Mm -hmm. And who did you pick?
1: So at the time, I was really peeved with Natsuki because she just kept getting more and more mean annoying than funny, cute, mean. And so I had actually pivoted to Sayori's story. I'd written two poems for Natsuki and then just written one for Sayori. So I had picked Sayori. They wouldn't let me pick her. Mm -hmm. And so then I picked Monica, Mm -hmm. and they wouldn't let me pick her. And so then I picked Natsuki because I hadn't talked to Yuri yet, and I still was – I had a grudge. And so uh, my third choice, I got Natsuki, which is whatever.
0: Yeah. I did almost the same thing where I picked Monica first, Mm. then I picked Sayori, and then I picked Yuri. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Before we do that piece of it, I did have one note about – The poem writing, Mm -hmm. that was what I was really feeling like dropping off. Yeah. Because it's very text heavy, the text I don't like, Mm -hmm. to your point. Um, But I just wanted to mention that before we go into the next part.
1: Yeah, I think mine kind of bridges into the next part a little bit and that the only poem part that I actually really liked and enjoyed was the reason that I swapped to Sayori's line is because her poem, I think it was called Bottle Caps. I actually loved that poem. I was like, what a beautiful and deep and pretty poem. I genuinely thought the poems they wrote were actually pretty good. The I didn't like Natsuki's. They were boring. I didn't... Uh, Yuri's, I have a thing for... If you use a lot of big words so much so that it hurts me to like sit there and try to figure out what you're trying to say, I'm That's over it. Mm-hmm. And so I didn't like theirs, and... Seori's first one was okay, mm-hmm. and but her second one was so good and I was like, "Wow, I love this." And that's why I swapped over to her because at that point I had spent some time thinking about how I related to these characters cuz I didn't like any of them. And finally, I was like, "Oh, this is actually really recognizable." And then once I got over the fact that they were being really kind of rude about how dumb and useless Sayori was a lot of the time because the main character is really like mean about how he described her Mm -hmm. I made a joke and I actually put it in my thing I was like am I Sayori because like Sayori oversleeps all the time Sayori has a messy ass room Sayori writes these really dark poems even though she's a really bubbly person and I'm like you know what I love her because I think we're the same and so that was the only poetry piece that really made me feel Engaged, I think. Yeah. And after that, I got more engaged with the game yeah. because I liked her more, and I was willing to play it out for her. Yeah. And, and so I was peeved when I got stuck with Natsuki over the weekend because I was like, I do not want to hang out with her right now.
0: Yeah. No. I I will also say that I I ended up liking Sayori the most as well because she did seem more deep. Do you want me to? I pulled up the poem. Do it. Do you want me to read it? Yeah.
1: Do it. It's really good.
0: Okay. Yeah. I pop off my scalp like the lid of a cookie jar. It's the secret place where I keep all my dreams. Little balls of sunshine, all rubbing together like a bundle of kittens. I reach inside with my thumb and forefinger and pluck one out. It's warm and tingly, but there's no time to waste. I put it in a bottle to keep it safe. And I put the bottle on the shelf with all of the other bottles. Happy thoughts, happy thoughts, happy thoughts in a bottle, all in a row. My collection makes me lots of friends. Each bottle is starlight to make amends. Sometimes my friend feels a certain way. Down comes a bottle to save the day. Night after night, more dreams. Friend after friend, more bottles. Deeper and deeper, my fingers go. Like exploring a dark cave, discovering the secrets hiding in the nooks and crannies. Digging and digging, scraping and scraping. I blow dust off my bottle caps. It doesn't feel like time elapsed. My empty shelf could use some more. My friends look through my locked front door. Finally all done, I open up, and in come my friends. In they come in such a hurry. Do they want my bottles that much? I frantically pull them from the shelf, one after the other, holding them out to each and every friend, each and every bottle. But every time I let one go, it shatters against the tile beneath my feet. Happy thoughts, happy thoughts. They were supposed to be for my friends. My friends who aren't smiling. They're all shouting and pleading. Something. But all I hear is echo, echo, echo inside my head. Damn.
1: It's so good. Yeah. And when I read that, I was like, this girl is feeling something, and I'm on a wavelength with her, and I just need to be here. So I got way more engaged Mm -hmm. with that poem. It's Mm -hmm. beautiful. It's Mm -hmm. really good. Yeah. That
0: is a nice one.
1: It is. Ugh.
0: Cool. So let's talk about, because I did Yuri, and you did Natsuki, so let's talk about the over-the-weekend thing. Mm-hmm. So over-the-weekend happens, you're supposed to help whichever girl that yeah. you pick, Yuri or Natsuki, and the beginning of it is you actually go check on Sayori. Right. Yeah. So you notice on the last day before the weekend that Sayori's acting a bit odd and out of character for her, and she also just gave you that poem that I yeah. just read. <laughs> And you're like, something's wrong. Mm-hmm. So you go visit her. And then do you wanna share?
1: Yeah. So I I'm, I'm gonna try not to cry. I cried while this was Aww. happening. It was it was very sad. So Sayori is in her room and like usual, she is trying to be her positive self, doing nervous laughter. And what she tells you is that, you know, she's severely depressed. The I actually hate the main character in this moment so much because he does that thing where he's like, how could you not tell me? Or I feel betrayed by never being told. And I literally wrote the like... the
0: opposite of what you're supposed to do. Right?
1: And it's like, you know how hard it probably was for her to go through this. And then you're going to comment about how you feel betrayed right now. Please, sir, get a life. And so she's talking through this. And the reason that I cried and felt so emotional about it is because, you know, I, I struggled a lot in school. And I think that they portrayed her character and her struggle. Really, really accurately, at least mm-hmm. how I kind of lived my life in high school. And I think the poem that Maddie read really lends itself to how she was feeling of, I feel so bad and so dark. And she she refers to them as rain clouds, little, these these little rain clouds that don't feel good. And she wants everyone else to never feel like the way that she feels. And so she's happy and she's bubbly. All the time. And she does that because she wants other people to feel good because she feels so bad. (laughs) I'm, like, tearing up. It's so sad. And so she comes out and tells you all this. And you have this little heart-to-heart with her where you're like, I'm going to do whatever I can to make you happy. But then you have to leave to go on your, quote-unquote, date. Dumb thing. Yeah, Yeah. stupid thing that I I didn't want (laughs) to leave. And to go. And you invite her, but she's like, no, I don't want to go. And which I get. I wouldn't want to go either. And she's dropping these hints through these conversations about how she feels dumb and stupid about very clearly liking the main character and wanting him to be with other people because she's been selfish and inviting and forcing you to join this club and then wanting you to make friends, but then feeling guilty and bad because you want to maybe be with somebody else and not her. And it's just, it's really hard to watch, especially if you are somebody who struggled with feelings like that in the past. Mm-hmm. And I know, like, I was sobbing. I was just sitting on the, the couch oh. playing this game, like, sobbing. Oh, and I was no. like, this is too real. And, like, I understand why they're, like, if you get easily disturbed, I'm like, I am disturbed. Yeah. Oh, no. Um, but, yeah. So, and then you go on your date. But I don't know, Danny, yeah. what are your kind of thoughts with that?
0: No, um, I, I, I thought it also, so I don't personally struggle from depression, but I have, like, Family members mm-hmm. that do, and so I, I thought it portrayed that really, really well. Yeah, it did. I, again, hated the way I had to say my dialogue. Mm-hmm. Like I, it, it was like all the things that you're not supposed to right. do.
1: Ugh, it was so bad.
0: It was so bad. Making it about yourself, mm-hmm. and
1: then, and like she didn't need to feel worse. No. <sighs> yeah. No. Yeah.
0: And you can't say the right things mm-hmm. to her, which I think was purposeful, probably. Yeah, I'm sure. And then, yeah, I had to go to my date with Yuri. And at that point, I was like, this is so dumb.
1: And then the date is all cutesy and, like, romantic. That's what I also thought was so
0: interesting that they did is because it's like that conversation didn't just happen. Yeah.
1: Uh And now
0: you're on a full-on date with this person.
1: So what's kind of funny, and I don't know, did you end up going through all the other storylines or did you only play through once? I just played through once. I didn't have it in me, to be honest. um, It was hard to go through it all again. I
0: watched... The s- variance. The variance. okay. Like, someone had a YouTube video Okay. that I watched. Yeah,
1: I, I was surprised by how much I thought was impacted by the choices I made in the first act and then weren't. When I played through first, like I said, I was Natsuki twice. I was Sayori once. And then I got this heartfelt scene where she liked me, but she's conflicted because I like other people. And so I was like, oh, she feels that way because I've been dating Natsuki and I just started to date her. And then I'm going to this date with Natsuki. And then when I go on my date with Natsuki, it's really romantic and jokey. And at some point, I freaking lick icing off of her finger, which makes me want to bother. In the Yuri
0: version, she licks blood off your finger. Oh, yeah,
1: yeah, right? And I
0: I was just not
1: into it. No. I put in my notes, she licked my finger? (laughs) Like, (laughs) no. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, in the in the image with Natsuki, while you're uh, so Natsuki's date date is baking cupcakes because that's what she does. She she bakes, and when you have this date, literally in the middle of it, you are fighting, play fighting, and the image that they show is you are like pinning this girl up against the wall with your hands and she looks scared like it doesn't look cute to me she looks scared and then I lick the icing off her finger and I'm like bruh why are you licking icing off fingers right now we are supposed Mm. to be concerned about Sayori who's over there like sad and you're over here licking icing off a finger after you've pretended that you like Sayori more and so I thought that was happening because I had had more dates with Natsuki. But, but I, it's not that complicated. But it's not. It's just you went on the date and it's flirty. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yuri's is you're helping her make decorations and then you find out that she's really into knives. Yeah. Because she-, she pulls mm. out a knife. Yeah. And you accidentally nick your finger with her knife. And then she like licks it all of a sudden Whoa. out of nowhere. And it's really Freaking weird! So weird! So weird! Okay, so let's let's keep going because yeah. let's uh, ugh, yeah. we have so much more to talk about. Yeah, so We've already sorry. been chatting for forty minutes. We get,
1: okay, keep going. We got it. We got it. We got to keep going. We
0: get- uh, it's fine. This can be a longer episode. It's a it's an <laughs> insane game. It's honestly. weird. Yeah. So at this point, you have your date. Then what happens is after the date, as the person is leaving, you run into Sayori, mm-hmm. and then the other person is like, "Okay, bye, later." Yeah and Sayori sticks around and has like a, another like heartfelt conversation with yeah. you
1: and then you have to make a choice and
0: you have to make a choice so essentially she's confessing her feelings for mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. and then a choice pops up and it says tell Sayori you love her or tell her that you're her dearest friend or that you're her dearest friend yeah which one did you pick
1: I was on Team Sayori, so I said I loved her.
0: I also did that. Yeah, <laughs> I, It's funny because I, I saw a Reddit thread that was like, anyone who says anything but I love you is a psychopath. Get bed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You say I love you, and the last thing is like you're giving her a hug, and then mm. you go to bed, and you wake up, and oh gosh, how yeah. do we even say this? Do you want me to do it? I'll do it. Yeah, please do it. Okay. So... This is hard. This is where it gets really insane. Yeah. Um,
1: Oh, wait. Before you do this, mm -hmm. I will say that at this point, I thought the dark twist was the fact that these girls actually have serious emotions. And that's what I thought the twist was. So this next part literally freaked me out. Ah. Yeah.
0: I, the only tip that I got is that Yuri has this really weird throwaway line where Mm -hmm. she said that she has a feeling something terrible is going to happen. Oh,
1: I do remember that. And.
0: Actually, before I say what the actual thing happens, Mm -hmm. I had two theories at this point. Oh, okay. Yes. Tell us your theories. So my first theory was that they were going to be witches and I was going to be their sacrifice, which I was kind of like. That
1: would be cool.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Because the other thing that Sayori keeps saying is that she feels kind of bad. Uh, Don't like me. I feel bad. It makes me feel bad. And so I was like, okay, are they planting seeds for... I'm like a sacrifice for mm-hmm. them and they're actually like dark witches. Well, and she
1: also talked about it being a psychological horror and being in the horror genre. So I did think that there was something weird in that realm, but I like the idea of witches. That's a fun idea. That's a cool <laughs>
0: one. And then the more serious one, which I think probably is just a reflection of the world that we're in today, super sadly, is I thought maybe at the festival, there was going to be a school shooting or something. Oh. So that's the two routes that I thought it was going to take. So I was still really surprised by what happens next. Gotcha. So then what happens is you wake up, your character waits for Sayori for a little bit. She Mm -hmm. doesn't come out and your character says, okay, she's sleeping in again. I'm just going to go ahead and go Mm -hmm. to class. And you go to class and Monica is there and she says, where's Sayori? And you go, I don't know. She was sleeping in like a dummy. Ha, Mm -hmm. ha, ha. Like a dummy.
1: He uses the word like a dummy. he, He
0: actually says like a dummy. And she says, oh, okay, well, look at this poem that she wrote. And it says, get out, get out, get my thoughts out of my head. Get out, get out, get out. Mm -hmm. And you're like, fuck. And then your character is like, fuck. Yeah. And goes to check on her. And you go back to the house. You walk in. No one's answering. You knock on her door. She doesn't answer. You walk in and she has committed suicide.
1: And at that point, Bridget punted her laptop off the couch accidentally.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's a really... Intense heavy. image. Just That's heavy. what I'll say. Mm-hmm. And I just wrote fuck. Yeah, <laughs> just,
1: fuck. I. Uh, it was bad. I. If I never see that image again, I will feel better. It was. It was rough. I really wasn't expecting it. Chris had just walked in. Um, oh no, where I was playing because he had been playing with friends, and that scene popped up and the creepy music. It's chilling. It's like a broken version of the mm. tune that you hear the whole yeah. time. And he walks in, and I scream, and I threw my laptop, but it survived, so. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So, do you, are you a horror person in general? Like, do you watch scary movies at all?
1: Um, only when I'm in the mood for them. Okay. I, but I have watched plenty. I'm just not, it's not my favorite genre, and I need to be in a mood.
0: Okay. Yeah. I very much can take Horror. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I'm like totally fine with it. M- my friends think I'm a weirdo because I will <laughs> laugh during horror movies oh, like you're a one psychopath. Of those <laughs> oh, so I also wrote "fuck." LOL. <laughs> God damn. I'm it. sorry. I, was... oh. I just. It, it is a very disturbing image, yeah. and I totally respect that piece. Yeah. And but at this point. Then it became very interesting to me personally because I was like, yeah. oh, shit. Like a- At this, this point, is... I
1: cared. It, yeah. it was an actually good game after mm-hmm. this point. Yeah.
0: Up until that morning scene, I just didn't think that that was going to happen. And then that happens and it's just very intense. And then what happens is a little dialogue box kind mm-hmm. of pops up in the upper left hand corner.
1: Like a terminal. On, yeah, on like a... Computer. a
0: Like a command line. Yeah, command line. Like a command line. And it says character Sayori deleted. Mm -hmm. And so that's when Act 2 starts. And And
1: it gets wild.
0: (laughs) I I just, I thought it was so good. I just thought that was so well done.
1: Oh, yeah, it was great. So with Act 2, at this point, The game restarts, but at this point it restarts with some really weird changes. And so it pretends like it's the same game. You get the same load screen, but Oh, instead of you know start game or new game or continue game or whatever, it has these weird characters instead. And instead of four girls looking cute in anime on the screen, it has three and one weird pixelated blob where Sayori used to be. And at this point, I literally couldn't stop. At this point, oh yeah, <laughs> I was like, what the oh is yeah, <laughs> yeah 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 yeah. Uh, and then you jump in and it starts over. The whole game starts over you don't even have save files anymore. If you had saved before then, Mm -mm. the saves are gone. Mm -hmm. Uh, And you start to play again, but every time it starts to reference who Sayori was, it bleeps out her name into the weird characters and then it reverses and then gives you a whole new setup. And- Instead of joining this literature club, you're met with Monica, who Monica brings you to the literature club. Yeah. And Sayori's just, she doesn't You don't it doesn't have exist. a neighbor.
0: It says you walk to school alone like you do yeah, every day.
1: exactly. Whereas the
0: first time you play it, it says you walk to school with Sayori like you do every day. Yeah.
1: And so like this whole dialogue gets reversed and changed and little things are different, but it gets weirder. Yeah. It gets so Can much Can I make leirder. a
0: really, one comment that I want to note that I wrote is... The music at this point is, for the most part, mm-hmm. similar to act one, except one note oh, is flat. Yes, yes, yes. I noticed one that One note is flat. And I, I thought yeah. that was such a good, like, I'm getting goosebumps, like, even talking about it, because it's the little things like that yeah. that just made it. it made so, it feel wrong.
1: Yes. Yeah.
0: After I learned from Dream Daddy, never mute and play games.
1: <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs>
0: I I suffered through the upbeat, like mm-hmm. disgustingly upbeat music for the first act, and then the second act because it's stuck in your head. I was like, oh, one note mm-hmm. is flat, and I I thought that was just so good.
1: Yeah, I I didn't realize it was just one, but I noticed that there was a little part that felt off as you listened to it. They and they do like a lot now. So now that we've transitioned into this act two, re- you relive the same moments, but you relive them with really weird and mm-hmm. creepy comments, which mm-hmm. I live for. I loved all of them. They mm-hmm. were awful and terrible. We'll, we should talk through them. Mm-hmm. But you get like weirder comments. Everything is a little off. Things
0: glitch. Yeah,
1: things glitch. Like you press buttons and it zooms in on the page and Monica starts acting really weird.
0: Each of them starts acting like, the worst versions of themselves, I think, actually, is a good way to put it. I
1: think that the way that I would describe their escalation is Natsuki gets really clingy and really angry and, Mm -hmm. like, vicious angry. Yuri gets, like, stalkery. Yes. And obsessive. Obsessed. And then Monica gets a jealous, she is real jealous mm-hmm. and real possessive, I think, is the way that, but in a way that she's still trying to hide it. It's weird. Does that sound right to you? You're, you're yeah. laughing, I guess.
0: <laughs> oh, I'm looking at my notes. So there's, and there's things that'll happen during the second act as you're replaying them. So in the first act, Natsuki and Yuri have a fight mm-hmm. about Yuri's boobs I think yeah it's weird I
1: it was so funny because I was that's what I was thinking on the inside and then they have this whole conversation about her boobs I'm like this is a little funny
0: uh and in the first act Sayori can save you in the conversation yep. which I don't know if you picked
1: that version um the first I time did. I actually didn't but it all works out fine either way regardless oh, okay. of the three well
0: so because uh Sayori's not there to help you have to choose sides but when you clicked uh did this happen to yes. you yeah. but when you click one of them it doesn't work. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, Monica appears.
1: <laughs> yeah, she's just like there. Her face is there. Yeah. So creepy. It
0: fades in in front of the dialogue. I don't know how to describe that It's like well. the
1: closest to the screen. It's like the... Yeah. 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 yeah.
0: Like, br- like you clicked bring to front on a yeah.
1: PowerPoint. Yeah. I was like, the Z index is <laughs> that. It's like a yeah. stupid nerd. It's fine. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and, and at this point, I was just going to lean into the crazy that was Yuri.
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, I did that I too. made that choice. Yeah, okay, Because you
0: can either lean into Natsuki or you can lean into Yuri. So,
1: fun facts. You are forced to lean into Yuri even if you lean into Natsuki. Oh, really? Yeah. I tried the second round to only do Natsuki. You get an extra bonus optional scene, which is horrifying with Natsuki, but you still get all the weirdness of, oh. of what's-her-face of Yuri. Yeah.
0: Oh, okay. Well, I didn't... Yeah. I was just like, fine, i I did I'm the gonna... same thing the
1: first time too. Um, yeah. But yeah, yeah.
0: And there's a weird scene where... Uh, you're talking to Yuri and she's like, I'm going to go make some tea and she's gone for a long time. And then your character is like, wow, she's gone for a long time and you go looking for her and then you find her cutting herself like a lot. And then you see uh, another disturbing picture of her with cuts all over her arms. Mm -hmm. And what tipped me off to it being something with Monica was her poems
1: Oh, see, I thought that it was Monica because she had quotes every once in a while, like w- during the argument, she pulls you out. Of yeah, the she pulls you out, mm-hmm. and she makes weird comments about like, oh, it wasn't supposed to go like that. I don't know. She she does make weird comments, yeah. She she made a lot of weird comments in there that was specifically like, why would you know that? That's weird. Why yeah. would you say that? It felt like she was breaking the fourth wall a little too much.
0: Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And one of her poems specifically said, delete her. Like, I have to delete her. Yeah. And so then you kind of know.
1: Well, did you notice her earlier poem was Load Me, Save Me? was what it was and that was also the instruction to tell you how to load and save before the girls so that you can make different choices. Oh. So she was even breaking the fourth wall in the act 1 if you like Well, noticed. I
0: I noticed she said, "Here's a tip." Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, that's so interesting. Oh, uh, and then the thing that was making me laugh is in my notes several times i wrote this is a trip like this is (laughs) such a trip trip. i i ended up really really enjoying this Mm -hmm. and eventually what happens in act two is you get i guess you get forced into being more into yuri and then you have another scene like you did with Sayori, where you have a choice where she's mm-hmm. like, "I love you, I love you, I'm obsessed with you," mm-hmm. and you can either say, "I also love you" or "I don't love you." Mm-hmm. What did you pick?
1: Um, I. Said, it doesn't matter what you pick. It doesn't yeah. matter. I said yes. I think because I, did I didn't too. want her to kill me. I thought she's going to kill me. I literally wrote down which one of these girls is going to kill me because I thought all of them had the op- opportunity and motivation. <laughs> I was like, I'm dying.
0: I put yes because I was just going to lean into. Yeah. The crazy. Yeah, <laughs> I, I was. Just, I was at that point. I was like, I just "This didn't is a trip." Die.
1: I just didn't want to yeah. die.
0: <laughs> and then what happens is, if you press yes, she gets so insanely excited mm-hmm. that she stabs herself, and again, yeah. it's very graphic
1: with her favorite knife. with her favorite
0: knife and kills herself. Then this part actually did really freak me out mm-hmm. because it goes to a really graphic mm-hmm. picture of her bleeding very out, dead. And you cannot get out of it. No,
1: you have to wait there for You days. have to
0: wait for an in-game whole weekend. Yeah. So you notice that thing. the sun is getting darker and darker and darker the and then lighter and lighter and lighter mm-hmm. and her eyes start graying. Mm-hmm. It's like very... And the ooh. whole
1: time, like one of the things that the game does in the second half, is it has weird random quips that are evil-ish snarky sounding that come through in like distorted black text. Mm -hmm. And it'll be the really harsh stuff that comes out that way. So while you're sitting here looking at Yuri's body, it's just unlimited, distorted, alien looking black text you can't read over and over and over and over again. It's horrifying. It really is unsettling. It's very
0: unsettling. And you just have to wait it out. I tried going into the file. I thought it was like purposefully broken and oh, you might have to do something so I went sense. to the main menu and I tried starting a new game but that doesn't work it just pops you back to that oh. and then it wasn't until a whole weekend passes yeah. and then what happens
1: is Monica Nats- shows up mm-hmm. it's Natsuki first because oh, she vomits yeah, that's right and then runs away Yeah, Natsuki
0: shows up and she goes oh hey like you're here already oh no and then she vomits because she sees the dead Yuri that you've just the been
1: f- chilling with that for you've just been
0: sitting with her for the weekend what? yeah and then Monica walks in and says a comment that something the
1: script is broken were you stuck here for three days yeah
0: yeah that's act two
1: that that's the end of act two I think the one thing that I want to mention as we branch into act three is we've talked a lot about the weirdness of who they were but the The next act three is going to lend us to learn a little bit more about Monica. And so I wanted to talk about a few hints that they had in act two about Monica really fast. So the first one is we talked about how during the poetry writing, you only get three of the girls in act one. You never get Monica as an option. Yeah. And then in act two, when you're writing poetry again, because you still have to write the poetry. Yeah. If you click different words, you see at the very bottom of your screen, Monica's chibi or chibi popping up. And so she's down below the screen, but she's starting to hop a little bit when you pick stuff. And you're like, okay, that's a little interesting, a little weird. And then on top of that, when uh, Monica starts to have some of these conversations, you can see her trying to interject when you're flirting with Yuri or being with Yuri about like, oh, do you really want to go with her? I'll go with you. I loved the way that they showed her kind of her psych. She really becomes psycho in act two because she'll be super peppy character and yeah. she's uh, talking about yuri and she's like yeah yuri has a favorite knife and someone sometimes when she gets really excited she cuts herself isn't yeah. that kind of messed up and then yeah. she'll like and pose and like yeah, a cute little yeah. thing <laughs> and so you're seeing her crack just like the rest of the girls mm-hmm. into act three so one of the pieces that we've missed oh, one more thing oh yeah go
0: ahead So then the other thing is when you're trying to pick who to help. Yes, that's what I was going to say. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, exactly. Like when we pick who we help, when we have to again pick between the three girls that are left and you're trying to pick someone <laughs> yes! else the mouse forces you to pick monica
0: okay but did you successfully click on someone that wasn't monica um, i
1: tried to do the thing where you whip the mouse above it yeah and then it'll highlight on the way yeah. down and it told me monica anyway even though i clicked on oh, yuri so
0: i clicked yuri oh but then it went to a screen did you get did you no, get this at all no oh,
1: what tell no. me oh tell me I okay this, one.
0: this is fun uh so i successfully did that because i was like no, I'm not picking oh, I fucking try, but Monica. I like anyway. yeah. And I ended up successfully picked Yuri. Mm-hmm. And then what happens is it, the screen goes white except for eyes.
1: <gasps> oh, that's so creepy. Uh, is it like the weird human eyes that they tried to put? Yeah. While? Oh.
0: It's like the human eyes and they're just staring at you. And oh. it doesn't have any nose or mouth, it's oh. just the eyes in oh. a white screen. And then you click again. And then it, that's when it says just Monica.
1: And then you have to say, okay. And.
0: And it says it like five times. It says like just Monica, just Monica, just Monica, oh, just, Monica just Monica. I didn't Monica, get just that. Monica, just Monica. That's Eight. so good. I'll go into it once we finish talking about the game because I got really obsessed with figuring out there's so many different things that you can run into in this huh. game based on like little things that happen. Yeah. Or choices that you make. Okay, so there's act two. And you know at this point,
1: we're talking Monica. about Monica. Yeah. <laughs> so do you want to tell us about act three? Yeah. Maybe.
0: The next thing that happens is the screen is black. And you get the similar script mm-hmm. where it says Yuri and Natsuki deleted. Yeah. And all of a sudden you're in a house that is in space.
1: I don't think it was a house. I think it was the classroom from a oh, different the classroom. Angle. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. In
0: in space. You're yeah, just in, in a space. place with space. Yeah. In space, because you can see out the windows, and out the windows is kind of this, like, galaxy thing, which yeah. I thought was kind of cool. And the... everything's,
1: like, red and orange and, like, mm-hmm. yeah. Very and very right in the world.
0: center is Monica. Just Monica. Just Monica. <laughs> she's and so she's... creepy looking at you. And she's staring at you. And she talks – she, like, completely breaks the fourth wall, and she yes. talks about how she's a character, and she knows she's a character, and she didn't understand – why you didn't go for her. Mm -hmm. Gosh, what else? It's essentially you're having this conversation with her.
1: Yeah, she talks a lot about how um, she doesn't like that her friends don't really know the fact that they aren't real and they're scripted to fall for you and how she was upset that... It seemed like no matter what happened and no matter what she changed, I was always going to end up with one of the other girls and Mm -hmm. I was never going to end up with Monica because it just wasn't in the game. And so she was trying to like take control of her destiny and make sure that she was an option. Yeah. Pretty much. And then she
0: also drops like a little hint at some point where she's like, it was really actually easy to get Mm -hmm. rid of them. If you look in the files, (laughs) it's under characters and you can just delete them. Yeah.
1: I love, oh my God. Okay. So that moment. Oh, did you
0: run into that? She was like, Oh, Maddie, or do you go by, and then it oh, says yes. your
1: Steam name. Oh, no. She didn't tell that to me. I wonder if I need a public profile or something for that to happen.
0: Well, it, it, maybe you had a version. I don't know. But it was, it, I thought it was I did, funny. I might have,
1: must have had an older version, too, because I paid for my version from forever ago. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I didn't get that name. I did notice my name was in the credits later, which oh, is really yes. fun. Yes, 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 yes. Um, but the actual dialogue that we get from her at that point I fell in love with it I love that she was talking through how she deleted these character files and right away I was like you delete these files I'm gonna delete the files I oh, had no hesitation you did it?
0: oh that's probably you probably didn't even get to the line then yeah oh I chilled there for a bit just to see where it was going oh even after she dropped that line I kind of chilled there so the other thing that I tried is I quit the game mm-hmm. and I reopened it Oh. And she made a comment about, she was like, don't ever do that again. That feels like I'm dying. And, so good. I love yeah. that so much. And then the other thing is when she starts saying something, mm. I tried to skip. Oh. I tried to use the skip button. So things in dating sims is if you want to skip over some dialogue, you, there's there's usually normally like a fast forward button and then mm. you can go through like a sped through version. Yeah. And you try clicking that and she's like, you're not trying to fast forward me, are you? Are you this. not interested by what I'm saying? <laughs> How dare you? I love and- this
1: journey you went on. Mm-hmm. I didn't do any of this. She said, I delete these characters. And I'm like, I'm deleting her. <laughs> I had no hesitation. I was like, she's gone. <laughs> yeah. It, it it was
0: fun to just hang out there for a bit. And as this is going on, the more and more she talks, it's like slowly like zooming closer and closer on her I face. That.
1: I did slightly notice that, but I don't think I ever got to a creepy level because I did go pretty fast. Yeah. yeah.
0: And then that's when I I decided to dig into the game files. Because then you figure out, okay, to progress. I knew that I had to delete her file at some point, but I wanted to see what was happening before.
1: Yeah. And
0: then I went into the game files and deleted her.
1: Yeah. I was so in love with that mechanic. I don't know if you ever played Pony Island or other games where they do this third wall breaking. No. It's it's really good. and I I want
0: to, though. Pony Island's on my list. Yeah. It was giving
1: me some serious Pony Island vibes. And... I absolutely loved, love, love, love the fact that you actually had to go into the game files that you had and delete them. And I know in my computer science brain and game dev, I know that those weren't their real character files and they were just a folder for you to delete, but it was everything and I loved it. It it was
0: really well done. Super, super well done. Do you want to talk about what happens after you delete? Sure. character file. Yeah.
1: So delete the character file. And at this point you go back into the game and I, I'm only on one screen. So I hear something happening in the background and I go back and she's starting to get like distorted again. She looks a lot like the image of what the other girls looked like after you deleted them all pixely and morphed away. Mm -hmm. And she starts panicking like, Oh my God, did you delete me? What have you done? I did all this stuff. And Then she has this come to Jesus moment, for lack of a better term. I'm going to restore all the other girls. Mm -hmm. And she can't restore herself for some reason. But she... Oh, because I deleted her. Yeah. But she never actually deleted the files of the girls. She Mm -hmm. had just put them in a different place. And so she kindly restores the other three files mm-hmm. and then you start again mm-hmm. you start again and I will say before we get into what happens here I actually stopped here and I didn't keep playing yet because it was really late and I thought there was going to be a whole nother like huge part oh. um, and I was actually a little disappointed there wasn't because once you restart the game at this point with three it's a similar kind of feeling of everything's a little different. And
0: Sayori's the president now yeah, of the club. It,
1: but it's the same premise of you're going Yuri to the club. Yuri is the vice club. president. Yeah. You are a lot nicer in this version. You actually willingly go and join the club mm-hmm. instead of saying mean things. Yeah. And you show up and you're really nice. But then it turns out that the president of the club has some special powers, it seems like. And... The reason that Monica went crazy, I think, is because she was the president and she knew all this stuff. And so when you eventually get into this final act of replaying this game and going and rejoining the literature club, you sit and talk with Sayori at the very end. And she's like, well, I knew you're going to join the club because I know everything now. (laughs) And she's
0: like, thank you for what you did to Monica.
1: And then it just deletes.
0: (laughs) Yeah. And then Monica goes so like, never mind, good. I changed my mind, I can't do it.
1: Yeah, and then it just, it deletes. Everything deletes.
0: And then everything deletes. Well, because Monica is even like, I can't, I can't watch this, or I can't, I can't do this. Yeah. And the screen goes black. Is this where the song starts happening? Um, Or is some, am I missing something? So,
1: Monica has been practicing the piano yeah. throughout yeah, this game. Yeah, 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 it's the song. Yeah, yeah. and so she decides at this point to perform a piano song for you and sing along with it. So this whole time we haven't had voice acting and we finally get a voice acting and Monica, this like really childlike, light, girly voice starts breaking through the computer static of Mm -hmm. this game. That's everything's been deleted. And she starts singing the literature club song. Mm -hmm. Um, And then as she sings it, these like lyrics, the lyrics pop up on the screen and then it rolls into credits. And as it continues to sing, all of the images that you saw throughout of the, the girls. game start to delete. Yeah. Yeah. And then as the song continues and the images delete at the very end, it's like script deleted. You must reinstall to play again. And then the game's yeah. over. And
0: then the game's over. And it's mm-hmm. like special thanks to Monica and your name, yeah. Maddie or and Bridget I'm assuming, or
1: whatever. And I'm assuming you um, played through to – or not played through, but watched at least the second ending.
0: The second ending. So
1: there's a if you um, I forget they called it. Is it like, the
0: one where they don't delete?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's very similar. They it's just don't delete. It's very similar. Yeah, there's a way that you can get a different ending if you want the quote unquote good one. And if you date all three girls before the end of Act One, which I did go through to do, you at the very end get a cutscene where Sayori instead of being like thanks for deleting Monica, she's like. All I wanted for, is for my friends to be happy and you really helped them be happy. Thank you so much. And then during the song and the credits roll, none of the images delete. Yeah. And then you get a special thank you note from the creators of the game, which yes. is really fun. Yeah, I read that. I you read know. that note. But that's it. That's the end. That's the end. Yeah. Yeah. It was really I,
0: good. It was so good. I yeah. ended up really, really... It, it's so funny how much of a turn yep. this game takes mm-hmm. where now like I, I understand why why everyone. the first part
1: was the way that it was and yes then, yeah, yeah. and
0: why everyone loves it so I do want to talk a little bit about the random creepy stuff that can yeah. happen I got a little bit obsessed because <laughs> I I thought it was so cool and so well done I'm I was ready to very, hear about it because I, I didn't just, do any of that I was just very impressed by what ended up happening in the game mm. I was literally so bored out of my mind I was gonna quit the game yeah. And then for it to go a completely different direction, I just thought it was so good. So I started digging into it, and there's a bunch of things that happen in Act Two mm. where things are creepy. It's it's like actually randomized oh, it's whether random? you get certain things. Oh. Yeah, one thing that I got that was random was I got a second Yuri cutting herself. Did oh, you get that?
1: I don't think I did.
0: So that happened twice, and then Yuri. Is like, I'm getting deja vu. And then it glitches back into the. So that happened for me twice. And that's a small chance of happening. And then at some point, there's one where Natsuki's face becomes realistic and starts like smouthing things. Oh, that's creepy. I got that one too. Oh, the one uh,
1: that I got on that, Suki, was I got her eyes getting all blown out and black.
0: Oh, see, I didn't get that one. That's another random one. Okay. Yeah, Yeah. so there's all these really weird, creepy things that can happen in act two that are completely randomized. I didn't know that that
1: was random. Since so much of it felt scripted and like you had to hit certain options, I just Mm -hmm. assumed they were all scripted. That's so cool. No,
0: it's really cool. I I just got very into it. So there's a whole wiki with all of the, or wiki.
1: (laughs) Like do you pronounce a wiki?
0: My coworkers made fun of me for saying that. <laughs> Wait, no, we've done this with the with <laughs> I
1: think I was the one who made fun of you. I think I am your coworker that made fun of you.
0: <laughs> Anyways, we're moving past it. Yeah, so there's a, a wiki with all of the different Easter eggs and how mm-hmm. often they can happen. And I watched a video that had all of them. All the different ones. Because on now I was like, okay, I gotta, yeah. gotta see
1: them all. I didn't even um, think of that. That's so cool. Mm-hmm. I love so that. there's a
0: YouTube video. And I read the note where the creators just, thank you so much for mm-hmm. playing this game. And I, I spent a lot of time on it and blah, yeah. blah, blah. And He
1: had another, yeah. I one interesting part of the note that he left, the note itself talked about how he really liked that video games as a medium could do so much more Mm -hmm. because they were interactive. And he really liked the opportunity that something like an interactive visual novel gave to the creator to do something more than what you would expect. And I really loved seeing that little line and him talk about that because that's what he did. He took something that was a really typical, like, okay, I'm doing an anime girl dating sim. That's kind of boring. Great. And made it such an interactive experience. And he did an awesome, awesome job. And I think both building up the fact that, like, this is a boring average game. Ha ha ha. And then really flipping it over and making it, it interesting and interactive in such a very, very cool way. And then if you actually replay the first half after playing it. There's a lot of more seeds in the first half, too. And mm-hmm. I actually really liked the first half uh,
0: a lot more. more. Once you know what's happening.
1: Yeah. Yes, because there are a lot of little things. And I'm like, wow, that was really well done.
0: I pulled up the note. Do you want me to read a little bit yeah. of it? Because I, I do think it's really cute. I really cute. liked it. Yeah. So this is the note that if you do all of the things kind of a completionist style, mm-hmm. you get a thank you note from Dan Salvato, the, the creator. Mm-hmm. Uh, For years, I've been enamored by the ability of visual novels and games in general to tell stories in ways not possible using traditional media. Doki Doki Literature Club is my love letter to that. Games are an interactive art. Some let you explore new worlds, some challenge your mind in brand new ways, some make you feel like a hero or a friend, even when life is hard on you. Some games are just plain fun, and that's okay too. Everyone likes different Uh, different kinds of games. Sorry, his handwriting is pretty bad. (laughs) People who enjoy dating sims may have a heightened empathy for fictional characters, or they might be experiencing feelings that life has not been kind enough to offer them. If they are enjoying themselves, then that's all that matters. And that goes for shooting games, casual games, sandbox games, anything. Preferences are preferences, and our differences are the reason we have a Mm -hmm. thriving video game industry. I
1: know, it's so cute.
0: And then he says, thank you for being part of my literature club. There's a little bit more, but it's just a really sweet note. It's a very sweet
1: note. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that might be a nice place to end it. I think so, too. Yeah. I think so, too. Okay, so. Recommendations.
0: Yeah. Absolutely would recommend it. (laughs) To be fair, though, caveat of you do have to be okay with disturbing content.
1: Yeah. I I, I 100% would also recommend the content warnings are very real. And I would say people that are easily disturbed, like really actually think about whether or not this is something that will help or hurt your mental health before you jump in and engage. I would 100% recommend it Mm -hmm. and would say that if you're feeling kind of what we felt around the uh, slow pace of the beginning of the game to stick it out, Mm -hmm. to definitely stick it out. Yeah,
0: I mean, I guess if you've gotten to this point, (laughs) you know. (laughs) please take it out. <laughs> yeah
1: um and with that i would like to uh, give my just monica's rating yeah how many just monica's <laughs> i'm giving it uh, I, I waffled between four and five and i think i've decided five after this conversation five just monica's i loved the the uniqueness of it five out of five just monica's
0: i'm gonna give it five out of five just monica's as well
1: yeah, yeah. there's only so many video games that i think Make you feel what this game felt. Yeah. Yeah. Yep.
0: Yeah. It was, uh, yeah. I'm so glad that we played it. Me
1: too. It was good. Good pick.
0: Yay. <laughs> okay. Now on to our off topic section. Off
1: topic. What? Oh, yeah. We're doing Game Awards today. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Game Awards.
1: So we are obviously recording this a few weeks differently than when you guys actually get mm-hmm. this content released to you. So the Game Awards was this week. Mm-hmm. Did you watch it, Maddie?
0: I watched it in the background a little bit because I did the thing where I watched it on Steam to try to get a Steam Deck. Chris was
1: doing that, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I'm going to get you a Steam Deck. I did not get one. We, we didn't
0: win one either. <laughs> uh, DK and I both were doing it on our respective laptops mm. while watching Bob's Burgers. Oh,
1: yeah, Bob's Burgers. But yeah.
0: I checked in a couple times when I saw something on the screen that mm. I thought was interesting. Yep. The main one being... <laughs> Oh, which one, Maddie? Surprise me. Surprise! <laughs> Hades 2 was announced. And for those listening, if you don't know me, which you probably do, TBH. <laughs> we have not grown the following that much yet. Hades is one of my favorite games of all time. Mm-hmm. And they announced Hades 2 during the Game Awards and played a trailer. And I'm very, very, very excited it for it. It looks
1: really, really good. Yeah. Yeah. I'm excited for that one, too. Yep. I think this is, too, the very first sequel that this game studio mm-hmm. has planned, yep, right? Yep, it is, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, and because there are other games, I haven't played, there are other games, but I know Chris has, and I've watched him play quite a few of them. He loves them, mm-hmm. and he was really excited the fact that it was the first sequel, and I'm glad that this is the game that got the first sequel. Mm-hmm. It was really, really good.
0: I periodically check Super Giants Games' career
1: page. <laughs> Do you? Yes. Don't leave me, man. <laughs> no,
0: I'm not, It, but... <laughs>
1: Maybe. <laughs> Hades
0: 3? Yeah, I'm, I'm very obsessed with that studio and that game. It's like literally my top five favorite games of all time. So
1: yeah, very good. The other one that I was really excited about and... I actually looked it up just so that I can make sure I have the right info um, for this. But the new game from the Bioshock studio, the creators Mm -hmm. of Bioshock, I'm super excited for. Yeah. And it looks like it is actually a lead female character game, which I'm really excited about. Yeah. And it's the same thriller FPS with you know is the, it in the same world uh, no i don't believe so i could be wrong but i'm pretty sure it's in space it was like a damaged starship mm. or, or something yes yeah and so i don't think it's actually the same universe but it's visually it, it definitely like visually felt like a spiritual successor to it mm-hmm. and bioshock is an absolute phenomena of a game yeah everything about it was immensely really perfect those games, yeah. and so i'm really really excited for that one too yeah, but overall, I would say a good yeah. game awards. Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. I think Elden so Ring does. one, which I just started playing.
1: Yeah. Oh, you did? You yeah. decided to start playing it? Yeah. You, well, we can, we can talk about that more, but I, I still haven't, I don't know. I Has Chris played it? Uh, he just also downloaded it because of the game awards. He oh, was like, it okay. finally won, so I'm going to get it. And I had tried to play the Souls games, and I still can't beat the tutorial for Dark Souls 3. So yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I decided it's not. It's
0: more... It, I will say, and I know that people have said this, it's more approachable than the Dark Souls Mm, games. Okay. Like, I've made it a decent chunk. When you die, you don't lose your health bar. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Okay. So it, it's a little bit kinder, Mm -hmm. for sure. Uh, I just started playing it, and I have not played God of War, so a lot of it was not for me. Oh, wait, one thing that I did want to (laughs) mention, sorry. Did you check in during the orchestra playing?
1: Um, I saw parts of the orchestra playing for the ones that were announced as like nominees. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I didn't get all of them. Oh, okay.
0: okay. So I I play cello and I'm a fan of classical music. And so when they started doing the orchestra part, mm-hmm. where before they announced the winner, winner, yeah, they had a montage of the game music for all of the nominees, mm-hmm. and there was the. F- Flute, the flautist, I guess? Flutist? Flutist? Flaut. Flutist? Yeah. Whatever. Whatever. He was having the time of his life. It was amazing. Go back and watch it. I'm sure someone has made a YouTube video, but he was just rocking it. And I loved it. i to go look now. He, he literally was like... Having so much fun, and it was so infectious. Mm-hmm. They zoomed in on him multiple times because he was having so I much love fun, that. and it was also hilarious because every time they cut to him, it was like he was playing a different flute. Really? Like he had all these different flutes. <laughs> like it was amazing. Of yeah, yeah, like, of yeah or... Or different kinds of flutes, just different. Flutes. Like he was playing this one, yeah, like a like, oh, little oh, piccolo. And oh no, yeah. he's playing this one. Oh no, he's playing this one. That's amazing. And then at the very end, my other favorite thing is they all stand up, and he's like yeah (laughs) yeah and then he starts doing a chabra yeah like like the the (laughs) wine
1: yeah
0: (laughs) anyway that was my favorite part of the game awards i
1: love it was that moment
0: and everyone listening to this go look it up and watch it because it was just phenomenal made me really happy because i i love when people get into Mm -hmm classical music like that because typically it's not a, jo- yeah. a genre that gets that kind of love Enthusiasm.
1: and yeah. i love
0: when it does get that kind of love
1: i'm gonna have to go watch it now i did not see that i saw like pieces of it because- i'm gonna watch it with
0: you after this because i'm <laughs> so like, excited about i'm gonna make it.
1: <laughs> sure you don't leave this studio until you watch this <laughs> yeah okay <laughs> amazing great way to um, end it yeah yeah thank y'all for listening to our podcast if you liked it don't forget to subscribe and rate it and thank you so much to the folks that have already rated it. We love to see it. It's so fun. And yeah, hopefully at the end of the day, the algorithm gods will end up in our favor. So pray for us. You can find us on Instagram and TikTok at Batty Breakdowns. And you can visit our new website, com, made by me, Bridget Keene. The podcast art <laughs> was done by our lovely Tanisha Vernicar. And the podcast was edited by Maddie Wisnot. Join us next time to hear us two baddies break down Cthulhu Saves Christmas.
0: Hi, this is Maddie from The Future, editing Maddie. Just a quick reminder that the next game that we're playing is High on Life because we switched the order of Cthulhu Saves Christmas and Doki Doki. So the next one is High on Life. Okay, bye.
1: Yeah, right. and thank you all. I'll see you next week.
0: Yeah, bye. Bye. <laughs> Special day.